and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we interview local business owners and Maine residents to learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, and how they use experiences to steer them into the future. My name is Kimberly Rigolinski. And I'm Todd Rigolinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we're going to be talking to Craig Pendleton of Bitterford Saco Old Orchard Beach Transit. Craig Pendleton is the Director of External Affairs for Bitterford Saco Old Orchard Beach Transit, which provides convenient and affordable public transportation to Bitterford Saco Old Orchard Beach, South Portland, and Portland. He is a lifelong resident of Old Orchard Beach and Saco. He is also the former Executive Director of the Bitterford Saco Chamber of Commerce and Industry, a nonprofit organized to advance and promote commercial and industrial prosperity, as well as the civic, cultural, and educational interests of the communities it serves. So welcome to the show, Craig. Yes, welcome. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's great to have you on here and talk a little bit about transit. Uh, this is a this is a new territory for us because uh, we've we've been kind of hitting a bunch of different business types and things like this. So this is the first time we're dealing with any kind of public transit. So this is a this is kind of cool for us. But we we also are going to need you to lead us through this a little bit. Yes, <laughs> we're going to be educated, I'm sure. So we're excited about this. And and so- you know and for us, you know, I've I've been on the job for two years now, and clearly we were not doing a very good job of getting out into the public and telling our story and letting people know what services we offer. We often hear from customers that, you know, we didn't know you went to Old Orchard. We didn't know there was a bus to Biddeford. We didn't know there was a bus to Portland. And so, you know, my job has become getting out in the public, publicizing our events and our uh, services, and um, it's been paying off. That's great. Good. So you said you've been with the transit now for two years. So w- what did you do before that? So for eight and a half years, I was the executive director of the Bitterford Saco uh, Chamber of Commerce. Great. And you know, it was a it was an interesting transition over to over to this job. The executive director of what used to be Shuttle Bus was retiring, mm-hmm. and uh, they were looking for somebody who had more public experience, more mm. um, marketing and, and social media you know, interactions with the public. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they recruited me over here and uh, it's been, uh, it's been a, a very interesting transition. Mm-hmm. And um, I have found that public transportation is very complicated mm-hmm. and it tests me every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you say some of those complications are? You know, first and foremost, not not anybody or not everybody knowing what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even tell you that even our owners, the the cities of Biddeford and Saco and the town of Old Orchard, there were people on our board that didn't know all we did. So that was the first clue that we needed to take a little bit, mm. you know, greater approach. Mm-hmm. And um, that, uh, as of course. Recently, the COVID-19 issue where, mm-hmm. you know, we had uh, uh, some people get sick. We had some issues of our bus drivers at shift change were riding together in vans. And, you know, all of a sudden we're like, oh, well, we can't do that because we expose everybody. And mm-hmm. We did end up shutting our operation down for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we made sure we went through and cleaned all the buses and disinfected all the buses and made sure we quarantined everybody and made sure everybody was healthy. And then we slowly brought back customers. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of us, uh, some of our buses only could handle five or six people at a time. Hmm. But over the last couple of months, we've ramped up. And by November 2nd, we hope that we're going to be back to full service. That's great. So oh, tell wow. us, so there's so there's some exciting new things happening at the transit. Can you tell us about some of those things that you are rolling out? Sure. Um, first and foremost, we have been working on a collaboration with Portland Metro and South Portland Bus Service mm-hmm. on an electronic fare system. It's called Dirigo Touch Pass. You can download a, a mobile app or you can come in and, and um, get a smart card that is reusable and reloadable. The fares across all three agencies are relatively equal. Mm-hmm. So you can get on a bus in Saco, Maine, go to Portland, get on a Metro bus, drive over to the main mall, and you then you can get on a South Portland bus. And so it works across the, all, all three agencies. And what we were trying to do was to get away from cash. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we still will always take cash, but it's a complication for our drivers. We don't make change. And so it was always, you know, a problem. And it took people extra time to dig in and try to find the right change. Mm-hmm. So this eliminates some of that. It also helps us get better data of where people are getting on and getting off the bus and mm-hmm. uh, where our ridership is going so that we can plan our routes better. Mm-hmm. The system comes to us with a rewards program. Mm-hmm. It's called fare capping. If you, a local person rides a bus three times in a day, which is $6 or $3 if you meet reduced fare requirements, mm-hmm. every ride after that in that day is free. Wow. If you ride 30 times in a month or 15 round trips, mm-hmm. you get the rest of the month for free. That's great. So really, really beneficial to a, a frequent rider. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, you know, we implemented that on October 1st. Mm-hmm. It seems to be working really well. And my big challenge in my customer service people is just getting people in the door to either make sure their apps are set up correctly or to come in and purchase, you know, the, actually the cards are free till the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You can come, just come in and, and load value on the card. And we collect very little data. The only thing we really need you to keep track of is your username and password. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose your card, we can go into the system. You never lose your money. We can give you a new card. As soon as the old card is deactivated, it's, it's no one can use it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. One of the questions that a lot of the people have asked is, if I don't use all my money in a month, does it go away? And the answer is no, it's your money, it's on your card, and your account keeps going until you use up all your money. Mm-hmm. So it's, great. it's been really, really well received. And you know, a side thing that came out of this, again, with the COVID-19 issue, is that it's basically a touchless system. Yeah. You hmm. hold your app in front of a reader, and you don't have to touch anything but your own phone and the card that is used. You just barely need to tap it against the screen. It's got an antenna around the whole outside of the peripheral of the card. And so 
again, oh, wow. trying to make it so that people are safe and don't get sick. That's great. So there's yeah. actually two options. So they can do the um, the card, and if someone doesn't have, if somebody doesn't have a phone, they can do the card. But then they can also do the app. Yep. So there's there's two those two options there that work for really anybody. Yep. And a and a, a third option that you know is kind of a fallback is we have a 90 minute pass, mm-hmm. and so it's a it's a QR code on a on a small square piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You can buy, you know, if you were going on a one one way ride, you could buy this 90 minute pass and you can get on and off. You can go from one of our local buses, say you were coming out of Old Orchard Beach and you came to the Saco Transportation Center and you were going to go to Biddeford. Mm-hmm. That 90 minute pass allows you to go from bus to bus and not have to pay another fare. So that was mm-hmm. another really good feature we put into into place. Yeah, that's great. Wow. That sounds really handy, yeah. and i I think I would think that the 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 uh, the is was it fair capping? Yeah, yeah. That that seems like a really cool concept because it, it to me it sounds like it would make it really easy to budget for you know monthly transportation things like that, so that you you kind of know like okay, if I get capped at thirty rides per month, well then I know how much I'm going to spend. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's great. I, I imagine that's really handy, especially especially right now where a lot of people, Absolutely. you know, money's tighter and things like that. And you yeah. you it makes it a little bit easier rather than well, I I guess I have this much, and if I if I go over that, I guess I'm walking. Yeah, that's yep. great. So far, it's been working. We've been working very closely with Portland Metro, and they've been watching all the people that are getting capped. You know, and it, it, people are using it pretty regularly and finding that the rewards are beneficial. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, and now great. the other thing that I thought was interesting is that idea of using the app and being able to, to in a way, just see how efficient your routes are, if you need to change, mm. if, if more people are coming from one area. Because uh, I know everybody is a little bit cautious about you know what data is being collected on yep. and things like that. But this seems like a really great way to, to util- utilize some data so that you can have some actual numbers to help service the customers better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I'm pretty confident when I say that we have too many stops. You know, we were trying to be as accommodating as possible. Mm. And this way, you know, if, if you uh, haven't picked up a passenger in any locations in over a year, it gives you the at least the ability to say, okay, well, you know, what kind of neighborhood is it? Will, mm-hmm. you know, did we promote it enough? Or, Maybe this one needs to go away because there's one, you know, a hundred feet up the road. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're, we're looking forward to that. That would streamline our routes. Uh, mm-hmm. Less stops means that they can, you know, have less time. So mm-hmm. again, it isn't any personal data, really. It's just where people are getting on and off. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I just, mean, it's, it's it just focus on that. It's customer service. It's how yeah. do we improve customer service how do we improve things for our customers and i love love that you guys are thinking about that so that's a yeah. that's a great segue into the the second thing that happened was we worked with a company called unite gps mm-hmm. and they took all of our gps locations for all of our stops and built us this awesome automated vehicle locator app we refer to it as where's the bus <laughs> and all of our buses are located with GPS transponders. And this app and the system pings our buses every five seconds. 
and shows you where the buses are exactly on our routes, has every one of our stops programmed, and when that bus should be there. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely outstanding. Wow, that's um, great. We probably, in a normal day, took 20, 25 phone calls. Where's the bus? You know, <laughs> when should I be out at my stop? Mm -hmm. um, again, it's great if you have a phone and you, ha and you have the ability to get this app, but it really has made things better. People, you know, now know exactly when they need to be at a stop, whether mm -hmm. or not they've missed the bus, you know, how long they're going to have to wait for a bus. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's outstanding. That's fantastic. Yeah, and especially with uh, with colder weather coming up, yeah, you can that's huge. You can time that sucker just right, so you don't have to be standing <laughs> yeah. out in the wind and snow yeah. and exactly. stuff too long. That's, that's great. great. That yep. really is great. Yeah, that sounds like it sounds like a lot of great customer service things you you've been implementing. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time coming. You know, this organization operated on pins and needles for a long time. The previous executive director had did a really good job of getting us to a place where. We were a little bit more financially solvent. We have an old fleet, and now a new new executive director has come in with a you know much stronger technology background. Mm -hmm. um, the Huge. Yeah. Three communities have been wonderful at helping us um, with uh, on the financial side and mm -hmm. encouragement. Uh, we have some new people, you know, myself included, that just have some different ideas on how how the organization should go. And mm -hmm. we finally have some money to purchase new vehicles, to, you know, implement these types of technologies. And we're feeling really, really positive about the whole thing. That's awesome. That's great. Again, that kind of leads me into one more really exciting thing is we just yeah. took delivery of two brand new Prevost coach buses. Nice. They um, will be running on a Zoom run that goes up the main turnpike. Nice. And services Portland. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful. They're our first new buses in at least 20 years. Wow. And, you know, high tech, diesel powered, Wi Fi, you name it. And That's exciting. Uh, so that will be going back to full service with mm -hmm. both buses on the road. We're shooting for November 2nd. Mm -hmm. And we will add a stop here at the Soco Transportation Center. That mm -hmm. that um, the Zoom used to pick people up at the exit 32 and exit 36 parking rides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we've decided that with all the growth in the Biddeford and Saco mills and, and good parking here as well, because um, mm -hmm. a lot of the parking rides, parking lots are full. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It made sense to bring the Zoom, one of the Zoom buses here so they can operate out of here uh, three or four times a day. That's great. So. Again, you know, we, we just are in a great place to service a business community mm. that people that live in the Biddeford Sock World Orchard Beach area who tend to work in and around downtown Portland. Mm -hmm. They have a beautiful, comfortable, relaxing ride. But the other thing that we, we've seen is the Biddeford Sock World Orchard Beach area has grown and there are good jobs here too. Mm -hmm. And so both the Zoom run and our green line, which goes up Route 1 through Scarborough into Portland and South Portland, mm -hmm. um, are bringing people from
from that area back to our area to work. So Which is uh, much oh. more efficient for us to carry people both ways. That's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always better to, to have at least a few people yeah, <laughs> on the return great. trip. That's great, too. I mean, I imagine that with a, with a, with the run into Portland, especially, the other big thing is you don't have to try and find parking exactly. in Portland as as someone who who has done that before on a daily basis it's huge it's not as fun as it sounds yeah no definitely it's huge so go you know going back to the fare capping so it's five dollars to ride on the zoom bus Mm -hmm. and uh 250 if you meet eligibility uh reduced fare Mm -hmm. and um so again if you ride 30 times which is you know people going back and forth to work 15 days Mm. You have the you, you, the most you're going to spend is $150 and the rest of the month is free. Mm. And so, I mean, you guys that's know, great. that's, yeah. that's gas. That's huge. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's, huge. that's, that's parking. F- yeah. yeah. For oh, sure. that, that could be easily parking for, for those 15 days yeah. very Absolutely. easily. And then you don't have to do, then you're, then you still have to pay the gas after that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, so, that's fantastic. Um, you know, we're, we're really excited that run will um, be expanded also to include Mercy Hospital mm-hmm. and out near um, Thompson's Point. Fantastic. So th- those will be new new places for us to stop. And we have really good relationships with the hospitals, uh, mm-hmm. carrying their healthcare workers back and forth. And so we're excited. We're good. excited about that as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, where where would people go to find the kind of the listings for all the the times and things like that? Obvious, and and also even even get information on that on the app that you've been talking about. Yep, and uh, we have built a new website, which is about a million times better than the old one. <laughs> and um, we have all our schedules are posted on the website. We have alerts all the time. You can get the bus locator by clicking a button on our app. And we have most information that you would need to ride our buses back and forth. The only thing that, at the moment that you really physically need to come into the soccer transportation for is to get yourself a card. Mm-hmm. That's great. Awesome. And yeah. I'll be sure that we put a link to that yes. website yes. as well as all social media links and all that in the show notes. So people will be able to click on that. Absolutely. Yep. One tool that I, that I uh, have been using quite frequently is constant contact and mm-hmm. um, you can sign up for that that on our website and you can either get all the information that we put out or you can get information just on the the route that you use mm-hmm. and you know for example when there's bad weather or right. there's a crash on the turnpike or route one we can get a message out to you immediately letting you know that there's going to be a delay or there's something up mm-hmm. And at least then, you know, you're not worried that you missed the bus or mm. uh, mm-hmm. you can make alternate, you know, if there's a crash and you own a vehicle, well, you know, maybe it's better that you take your own vehicle and go around it and get, get to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but great. it has been great. And it actually opened up a whole line of communication that we never had before where the people that sign up for Constant Contact can actually email me back. And oh, so we've great. had some wonderful conversations and been able to engage our customers in mm-hmm. helping us determine new routes, new stops mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's been really exciting. Great. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Uh, so what are some of the ways that you're keeping people safe right now? Yep. Um, so going back to uh, early March and even before, 
uh, we recognize that public transportation, rightfully so or not, was going to be a place where people would be very nervous about riding mm-hmm. together on a bus. Mm-hmm. And so every single morning, we invested money in a like an electro- electromagnetic machine that puts a charge into the disinfectant to make it stick to surfaces better. Mm-hmm. Huh. And we bought a fogger that also uh, does the disinfecting and, and just, you know, spreads the droplets out better. So we're covering more surface area. Mm-hmm. That's done every day in, in the morning. Drivers are assigned lots of personal protection gear. We put a clear plastic shield around the drivers. Drivers have gloves, masks. We put hand sanitizer on the buses for the passengers and for the bus drivers. Mm-hmm. We have approximately a 10-minute layover in between runs at the Saco Transportation Center. Drivers are encouraged to wipe down the railings and wipe down their area and um, just make sure things are picked up. Mm-hmm. And then we have hired full-time uh bus cleaner that she goes through the bus she does a deep cleaning every so often but a you know a, a pretty thorough cleaning every day mm-hmm. and so we're trying to you know trying to keep ahead of it yeah that's great uh, all of all passengers are required to wear a mask you cannot board our bus without one mm-hmm. uh, no questions asked it, that's our policy as well as um, you know we're following the CDC guidelines, mm-hmm. but that is not negotiable. We we just can't tolerate it. Mm-hmm. So um, and especially as the riderships come back, we were at you know we were at social distancing. Then we were at about twenty five percent capacity, and you know we're give or take a little bit more than fifty percent capacity. You know it gets to the point where you cannot stay six feet apart if there's more than you know 10 or 12 people on the bus mm-hmm. and so you know we we rely on people being personally responsible and mm-hmm. watching and taking care of themselves when we go back to full service this will be extremely important we mm-hmm. we don't have even our local bus is rarely full to capacity mm-hmm. uh, but still you know if there's 15 people on a bus it's it gets a little close quarters Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, um, you know, we just try to, we continue to try to do everything we can to keep people safe and all of our drivers healthy and our staff healthy and, you know, so far so good. Awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. I'm going to just take it a little way from uh, business. This has been, I just feel like we've learned so much already. Mm. Um, but what, you know, we always like to kind of bring it back just to even a personal level. Who or what inspires you? You know, I, I've known you, Kim, for a little while and, and you know, met you at the chamber. And mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I always point to is I really like being an advocate. It, mm-hmm. it, it's been something I've done. I was a commercial fisherman for many years and I was mm-hmm. very active in the politics of, of commercial fishing mm-hmm. and advocating for the rights of fishermen and the rights of the fish at the same time mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. was just something I loved doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I came to public transportation, I really, I, I joked, I didn't know anything about a chamber when I got hired at the chamber. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of blew the chamber up and made it into this really great organization. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing kind of, I, I really didn't know much about public transportation. I had mm-hmm. served on the board for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, that's high level stuff. I didn't know what the day-to-day operations were. Mm -hmm. And so coming in and being able to kind of tear the, tear the, the roots apart, Mm. implement a new system, you know, implement all these new electronic programs and purchasing new buses and, and looking at the people who actually desperately need our service, Mm. Mm -hmm. um, really kind of pulls at your heartstrings. It's awesome. Um, so those are the things that make me come to work every day. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And, uh, you know, knowing that we've implemented a program where frequent riders can, you know, ride half a month for free, that's mm. a great That's a great uh, thing to go home and talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. you got to feel good about that for sure. Yeah. All right, so kind of our final question that we always like to ask is, uh, what's your favorite pl- thing about Maine, whether it's a place or, or, an, or an activity or uh, just something in general about Maine. Things what, that you love about Maine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, other, you know, other than I think the geography is beautiful. I, I grew up in Camp Ellis, so I've been at the beach all my life. I live in Old Orchard now, so I'm, I've always been close to the beach. Mm. I like the people. Yeah. I just think that Maine people are hardworking, innovative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. practical, and, you know, it takes a lot for Maine people to get riled up over things. And so, mm-hmm. again, a good example is we've implemented a lot of changes here between new routes, new technology, new schedules, and it is rare. I mean, absolutely rare to get somebody that calls us up absolutely flipping a lid. People like take it in stride. They ask good questions. They want to know why you were doing this. How is it going to benefit them? And so main people are just, I think, the best people in the United States. We'd like to thank Craig for taking time out of his busy day to be with us on the podcast and talk about public transportation and a lot of the great programs that are happening right now at Biddeford Saco Old Orchard Beach Transit. Unfortunately, our conversation was clipped a little bit short because of some technical difficulties, but we are very happy that we got most of it out there. Be sure to check Biddeford Saco Old Orchard Beach Transit at all the links in the show notes where you can find out about how where to buy passes, their Where's the Bus app, and also uh, just how to use their new Dirigo touchless uh, pass system. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to having you join us for our next podcast. Mm-hmm.